0: Hello, hi, it's the voice, yes it is me. You would sound like this too if you just came out of the hospital. I stayed in Ashna four days, had a um, really bad episode. I went in to do a chest and a stomach x-ray and uh, was taken to emergency. So I'm home now. Oh, I'm so glad to be home. I don't know what to do. Thank God. Thank you, Lord. I'm home. I'm home. I have to tell you that this episode was frightening, it was scary. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. It reminded me when I was 11 years old and I was at a swimming pool. And this little boy pushed me in, and I couldn't breathe, and I was gasping. So when I couldn't breathe at the hospital, it brought back those memories. I was gasping for life, for life. So they kept me for four days. Doctors came in, doctors came out, uh, moved the oxygen from 2.5 to 4.0. They were doing everything they could to help me. And they did. I have more pills and drugs here than a drug addict. Never taken that many pills in my life. Uh, in all my 65 years, I have never been sick like this. The most I've ever had was a sinus infection or um headache. That's it. But I have to tell you, it's frightening, it's scary. But before I, I went into the hospital, I was sitting on the sofa thinking about my podcast. I have um, I have 200 and some people that listen, which is awesome to me. And out of that 200, if one of them confessed their life to Christ, then I've done something. But I was sitting on the sofa and... On uh, the spirit say, "You know, your podcast cancer is good, but you have a testimony. You don't want to tell them everything the good, bad and the ugly, but that's what your testimony is supposed to do. So people will know that where you are and how God brought you through this. It's not a good story, but in the end, it's a winning story. So you have to tell people everything. So I had said before that I didn't want to tell you, um, you know, things to make you depressed or negative stuff about what's going on, but I'm going to tell you all of it if you want to hear it. Thank you, Lord. So I have, well, this has been the most difficult time in my life it really has I am scared and I am and to say that you're not it's like okay well what are you made of oh you're doing chemo doctors say that you have inflammation in the lungs they say they can treat you, they can't cure you would you be scared I am I am I am, but if it wasn't for God, he's my hope, he's my hope for today and tomorrow, he's my hope in glad and sorrow, he's my hope when I'm lying on the sofa crying at night, if something hurts, he's my hope, he's there with me, and if he wasn't, I couldn't make it, He promised never to leave me. And I'm sticking to his word. He promised that I will live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. I'm holding him to his word. And God is not a man that he should lie. So I'm holding him. And I know that standing on his word, holding him, he loving me, I loving him, that the best is yet to come and that this too shall pass. So I have been sickening, really sick, really sick, not eating a whole lot, Um, just feeling like I'm in a bad place. And if it wasn't for God, I couldn't make it. So when people tell you, when people are going through chemo and going through a a difficult time in their life, whether it's chemo or whatever, illness or mental illness, whatever, just mm, try to be a little bit more patient and understanding. And sometimes we say, oh, it's gonna be all right. Don't say that. Just say, I stand with you i stand with you in jesus name yeah say that say something different i stand with you in jesus name so i woke up one morning and felt like i was thrown out of the boat where me and jesus was and i landed into the belly of the whale so from one thing to another one thing to another. That's where I am. But I have not lost hope. I have not lost my faith. I cry. And you have to know me. I went from someone who could lift a 50-pound sack of sugar to not being able to carry a bag of oranges. Someone who has been independent all my life. All my life. And now my total, total dependency is on Jesus Christ. Someone that um, I would do anything to help you go all out of my way because I know I'm a servant. God made me a servant. I am to serve others. To not being able to lift my head, taking 10 minutes to get to the bathroom and now being served. And nothing wrong now being served because he has put so many rams in the bush. I am so grateful and thankful to know how much I'm loved. Oh yes, I am loved, I am loved, I am loved. But it's a good thing to show love and to love others so that it'll come back to you. So, (coughs) excuse me, I do still have the cough. I'm reminded, my story reminds me of so many stories. Being in a boat with Jesus being in the belly of the whale, looking around. Okay, you cannot control that. And then of Job. Job. Now, not all of Job, but some of Job. Some of Job. So, remember that Job lost everything. He lost everything. And, and, his wife told him she said to him she said why don't you just curse god and die he told she told him that curse god and die and job said shall we indeed accept good from god and shall we not accept adversities So that's where I am now. God has been good to me all of my days, all of my days. So shall I not accept this adversity that comes to me, that I have no control over, just to wait on him, just to know that he's my strength, my redeemer, my everything, my all in all. He's the God who supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. He's the God who stays with me morning, noon, and night. I will trust him. I will wait on him. He's never failed me, and he never will. So tonight I'm going to leave you with this as you're going through something. And most of us are, most of us are. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer, Romans 12 and 12. Just know, God loves you. God loves you that he gave his only begotten son. And I love you too. Bye.